0: Tommy on Tamiya.net We're heading west on I-10 in a 365 GT 2 Plus 2 It's, uh... It's freshly purchased by my friend Tom Buttinger, who's in the driver's seat right now, and uh, we're uh, taking it on this epic journey to uh, to San Francisco. Hopefully uh, we won't have another podcast about not making it to San Francisco, but we're so far so good. What I I really wanted to talk about is that Tom has an interesting uh, perspective on these two plus twos. He is a new queen mother-owner of just a few hours. But yet, he's been a longtime owner of other owner of other Ferraris, and specifically two plus twos. So I think he can offer us a, 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 some insight into comparing and contrasting the different models. He's owned a 400i. He's owned a 456. He zoned a six twelve, so stand a, a few decades of car, and now he's gone back behind the four hundred i to this three sixty five. So what I really want Todd to to do is maybe start with his impressions, his personal impressions of this four hundred i, and kind of work through the models and, and uh, give us some ideas of uh, since he has some real comparisons. To talk. So let's uh, let's let's hear how. So Todd, what did you what did you think of the four hundred i? But it was my
1: it was my first Ferrari, and uh, I was uh, uh, 28 years old, and I was uh, looking to get involved with, with the cars and enjoy the, the experience. And I, I bought the car. Uh, and the car was in San Diego, and I drove from San Diego up to uh, the San Francisco Bay Area, and it was it was everything I was I was looking for. And at that time, it was a five speed. It wasn't the automatic. Uh, the car was loud, and uh, and it was. It was it was quite. It was. It was powerful. I was a Porsche guy before this. Like I was telling you, Tom, I had a '76 911 S. So it was a Targa, and uh, just the V12 was 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 just a whole different experience for me. So at that point, the car it was exactly what I, I was looking for. I did not have kids at that point. I wasn't married, but I did have two dogs. But you you, you drove that car from from San Diego to San Francisco. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's yeah. a great first drive. It, it was a great first drive. Time. Uh, you know. I I didn't know anything about uh, the cars. I didn't have any idea about how finicky they can be and, and some, some of the mysterious things that can happen with them. And the, the things started to happen almost immediately. First and foremost, uh, my my right foot felt like it was about to burn off on the accelerator because I was in a lot of traffic. And it turns out one of the fans in the front was not, was not working. So the car was overheating, number one. And it was uh, later in the evening, and... Uh, very quickly, I realized that I would turn on the lights, and you know, it has the lights would pop up, but uh, the lights wouldn't go on until they did. It was an intermittent problem. Right. So I'm, I've got my uh, my first car. I'm, I purchased it. I'm driving up the road, and what my, have I done? My my, foot, my foot's burning <laughs> off, and the lights don't work. Um, but I, 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 you know, I had done enough research on the cars and, and kind of heard some of the stories to realize that. So this is part of the process,
0: and eyes, yeah. uh, unfortunately, you know, they, they they can fall into some neglect, and um, it takes a little bit of work to get them kind of kind of back up to full tick. Yeah,
1: I I uh, I, I, I really actually had to take it right into uh, to the shop. So the car spent the first uh, two weeks of its life under my ownership at the shop. Right. Um, and I just, after that, I, I just, I drove the hell out of it. Um, you know, I just, uh, it was my daily driver, as have all my cars been. And, um, you know, it, it, for what it was, it was, a, it was a great car. It was a smoker, it turned out, which I also realized when How I... How many miles was on the car when you bought it? About 30,000. 30, and um, I just, I, I, you know, it, it had the, the sound for me, it... it, it had kind of the, the smells of, of the leather and, and of the fuel, and I, and I just, I really enjoyed it for the time. It wasn't the greatest performing car in terms of
0: cornering and things like that. I think I mentioned, I kind of felt like I was driving kind of a block around. Right. Um, yeah, and especially when you compare it to, let's say, the Porsche, which is a smaller boy racer kind of feel to it, to a, to, and it definitely suits so much when you, you get into a 400i, where it's more of a boulevard cruiser, yeah. kind of heavier, but but humpering down at high speeds, but certainly not a, a little chase her car around town and stuff No, yeah, and i lived up in the hills of, of Berkeley, california there's a
1: lot of there's a lot of sharp curves and stuff and that was part of the fun of owning a car up there but um ended up um uh, uh you know, moving to uh, the east coast um, with my actually i was over to asia for a while so the car was on, on uh you know just kind of hanging out in a garage for a while and i moved to the east coast shipped it out there and, and drove it around in the uh, Stanford, Connecticut, summers and winters, where it would once again constantly overheat on the FDR <laughs> in travel oh, in Manhattan. I drove it in now every day from from Manhattan or from uh, from Connecticut, but um, and there is nothing
0: worse or embarrassing for a Ferrari owner to be on the side of the road and having everybody pass you no. saying, uh, "Look at that Ferrari owner
1: no. <laughs> stuck on the side of the road," you know. Yeah, no, I definitely. Um, I've had plenty of moments like that, and so I ended up uh, getting very interested in, in the four, five, six, which which I, I got a car that had uh, a couple thousand miles on it down in Pennsylvania, and I, I flew down there and uh, and, I, and I picked up that car, and I drove it back, and um, I just kind of kept the 400 in the in the driveway for a while outside. In the snow, really just kind of letting let it go as I enjoyed the um, the 456, and that became my my daily driver. And I, I drove. So
0: was the 456 leaps and bounds better than the 400I? I mean, what were the big difference? Like, what you the first impression when you got on the 456? What was yeah. what was the difference? Well, in a sense, I was I was a little bit disappointed,
1: and not because of the overall performance. The car was extraordinarily responsive, um, very tight. Everything was, um, you know, they, they certainly worked a lot of things out in, in '95 when, when this car came out. But the sound really is not there in that car from a you know from a real V12 exhaust note and I found myself just a little bit uh, disappointed in that the performance is there, there's no doubt about it, the car is, is quick, um, it, was, it was it was more reliable, but I still had some issues with it, for example, the uh, uh, the heater did not work, and I, I drove the car in the winter, so um, there was a few times when I would wear a, a sock on my hands, because, you know, that, uh, to, to drive the car, it was just so cold outside, but I drove it, and I drove it hard, um, and it was really a, a refined car, but the sort of what you might one might expect from uh, a, a V12 howl really wasn't there and the car sounds um, you really get on it you can hear it but I, I ended up putting 2 the exhaust on it kind of in search of that right, right. the noises and the sounds and uh, I drove the car for years I think there was uh, you know uh, over 80,000 miles on the car by the time I uh, by the time I, I got rid of that car. Oh, so you could put how many miles on it? 80? Uh, I put at least uh, about 70,000 miles 70,000 miles, that's great. Yeah. Good for you. Drove the car a lot. Good for you. And, uh, and, and, and far and really hard. And uh, I mean every day. Yeah, that's and great. I think I was mentioning to you that I, I, you know, I even took the, it was, uh, my hunting car, I took the dogs in it, piled the car in it. I used to go hunting often with, uh, you know, much to the shock of some of the good old boys in their trucks. <laughs> That's right. Um, and, then, uh, and then I took a little bit of a of a uh, sort of hiatus from Ferrari and, and uh, got the Maserati Kambia Corsa uh-huh. in 2004. uh uh-huh. And uh, it was a, it was a car that my that had the paddle shifters and my wife could drive it and my wife is is five three ninety five pounds and can't drive a stick nor does she want to of course around so she figured that this would be a, a good way for her to be able to drive a car too um, and um, you know I, I, after six months I just I just really wanted to get back into the Ferrari so uh-huh. um, and that V eight it's a V eight so V eight just about four hundred horsepower right but just didn't have that same thing. Just didn't have it. Quick, it's a very quick, crunchy little car. Uh-huh. But I think that they, they they've done a lot to, to fix it, but you know, after, like, even after five thousand miles, I just kind of felt like the, the transmission was still slipping a little bit. So right. I don't think they had quite worked it out yet. So um, took down a uh, six twelve in, in two thousand. I think it was two thousand and five, um, and I. Rode that car every day in and out of uh, Manhattan. Had to replace the steering rack once. Really? Uh, just because of um, you know the hard driving and going into Manhattan. But and the, you bought that new, or you bought that? Uh, no, I bought that with uh, 600 miles on okay. it. Okay. Like some all guy had bought it all intents and purposes new. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, as I as I think about the you know the, the question that you asked, you know, what what are the real differences that. No, the progression is such that the 400 was kind of a, a, a raw, meaty car that it was loud and, and torquey and, and, and pretty powerful. Um, and uh, and then the 456 is much more refined and definitely more of a of a, of a neighbor-friendly uh, car. My neighbors would politely uh, ask on the weekends for me not to start the 400 before <laughs> seven o'clock in the morning uh, because I kept it outside. Right. Um, and then, and then the 612 kind of kind of really combined up, you know, everything, and the car it was really fast, really torquey. Got into a little bit of kind of the guttural noise of the of, of the V12, but still um, not quite. And the reason why I. I um I decided to buy the 612 was that I've got two kids, I drive them in the car, I drive the car every day I just figured it was a refined car and I had not thought about uh, the vintage, or vintage cars except for in passing and except for in people that I had met that had owned them and I really, really admired the people that owned them and certainly every time I was around one or in one or rode around on one realized that... That is what I've been looking for, mm-hmm. and I've been slowly but surely
0: buying the newer and newer cars, and looking uh, for looking for something that you just never found in the next refinement of the of the two plus two. Exactly,
1: uh, and, and you know, I, and so I finally realized that you know, yes, I have two kids. Yes, I'm going to drive the car every day. And I, and I um, but I but I want to figure. out, You know, people back in 1967, 1968 had two kids too, and they had to drive these cars. So, you know, it, there's, there, there, there's 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 idea that you know you're you're crazy to, to do that and to actually drive it every day. But I think you and I you know talked about it a couple times. But these are these <laughs> are just cars. They're made, they're right. made to be driven, and, right. and that's why I started to do the research and sort of figure that that's I'm not getting what I'm looking for. I'm going to go find it and uh, spent the past, I would say, nine months researching uh, some of the older cars. And I I started with the notion of of a 365 GTC, thought about a 365 GT4, um, because I really actually like that body styling of the 400. Uh Uh, And I also, the reason why I was interested in the C4 and that... And uh, the other, the 365, was the idea of those of the six carburetors and the noise that, it, that, right, that you
0: right. could hear. I mean, I just I loved it. Yeah, I mean, if you were chasing the noise, you know, many, many people have said, the C4, there's nothing that sounds like the C4. Yeah. and it, and, it, and it's crazy because it sounds like, oh, how hard is that to reproduce? But yet, you know, a C4 has a specific sound to it that's that very hard, for some reason, to duplicate in Any other Ferrari model, you know, after that, before it, but and, know. and the car rips, you know
1: yeah, it really does, and it and it's a very smooth car. I really enjoyed uh getting to know that car just you know driving it you know when you're doing the research and you're going to drive these cars you want to let the guys know that that you're you know that you know i'm real and i'm not just i don't i'm not just driving your car because i I want to drive your car you know and i had a little bit of flexibility timing wise because people know that i have had a few cars right right so now you've got the car and we're driving it. it and uh what do you think well, I, I love it. I mean, I, it's definitely more than, uh, you know, I hadn't seen the car in person. I've done a lot of research on it. And the reason why I went with a 365 GT2 Plus 2 is that, you know, the C4 does have back seats, but they actually don't fit the baby seats, and I need this, I need the room. Right. And so I, I landed with this car, and um, from the moment, uh, you know, that you get in, you start it up, uh, I just sort of realized that that's the experience that I'm That's what you were chasing for. That's what you're chasing after. And I was, I was, I was, I was, I was, I really happy. I was really happy about it because you never really know until you get there and you get in and you drive it. Right. Um, but um, you
0: know, you've been around some, some 365s and uh, yeah. I mean, they're fantastic cars. I mean, I I think as we talked about it, and uh, you know, I kind of came in late in the game. Uh, you know, Tom Tom contacted me and said, yeah, you know, he basically was one step away from sealing the deal on buying this car. Um, so there wasn't really much for me to do except to, to kind of say, all right, I'll come and help you drive it to San Francisco and. and um, but knowing that we were going to do this in a 365 GT2 Plus 2, I, uh, having done Mark's, Mark Dempsey's 365 that we did to uh, from Maryland to Florida, and, uh, and that was a comfortable ride, and um, knowing that at the very least this would, it wouldn't be a real beat-up kind of drive, you know. You know. somebody to that, that uh, you know, it's a very comfortable car, um, and, and can be very usable. Um, I commend him for wanting to drive this car every day. I, I hope he does well with it. As he's prepared, I hope, that he knows that, you know, you drive an old car like this, it's going to need repairs, because yeah. it, it they they don't build as much as they build cars really well where they were very well built back then, um, they're still, you know, 30, 40 year old cars, um, this one being a 40-year-old car, but but you know, given normal maintenance and, and just upkeep, you can do it and you can drive it on a regular basis. And you know what and Tom and I both from our two different directions kind of said, you know, so what do you think? We're gonna instead of shipping the car from Phoenix to San Francisco, uh, what do you think we should go pick it up. Man, I think you're crazy. You know, and I have the same thing for my friends. It's like, you know, Dad, so, you know you're, what are you going to do? You're going to break down. And, and you know, and we also came from different perspectives in, in why we're doing it. I mean, part of me says, you know, well, tell me that debt is all about driving these cars. It's all about these cars are meant to be. And so for me to, like, whip out and say, yeah, let's just ship it. You know, we can't take the chance of, 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 of driving this car. This, this is like, well, wait a minute. Then we're undoing everything that we save behind these cars. You know, there's nothing more absurd than hearing a bunch of guys going, like, what a Ferrari's making a they're meant to be driven, and then they all tra- they all trailer their cars home. You know, it's like you, you gotta get your cars and drive them. If, if we're gonna chant that, then we gotta do it. And, and you know, maybe at the expense of, of breaking down on the side of the road and watching everybody laugh at a Ferrari or a broken on the side of the road. Maybe it is, but you know, if it was easy. And, 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 but there's a little secret because when things are going right and, and we're, we're looking at a nice straight flat piece of highway on on I-10, and this car is just singing away, and, and uh, you know that, that's uh, that's worth, a, worth the the risk and the price of admission. Well, I think that um, what
1: what gave me solace and what what, it, what allowed me to pull the trigger was uh, you know finding uh, Tom's you know TomYoung.net because. I recognize that and there are other people who have some of the the, the the same philosophy about these cars that I do. There's a resource there that I can go to that I can kind of, you know, watch what, what people need to do, what have done, questions that they have about the car. And, um... And you know, Tom and I were talking about this as well. Imagine me trying, or any of us trying to do this back before there was the internet. Right. Back before there was a real resource to go to to
0: try to you know to get ideas, to get uh, help, and to get parts for Sure. So. I mean, I, I, I'm amazed. i uh, taking advantage of this trip while we we're in Phoenix. You know, we we stopped by and, and had met uh, Jim Riff, who's, who's a well-known Ferrari owner and, and longtime you know. Turner and his cars, his personal collection of cars, and he was he was one of the early guys who, who wrote books about tuning these cars because no one else had anything to do, you know, had anything published about that. We met Bob Wallace, who's, who's a monster in this in this business, but you know is still doing building engines today. And you know, i I, 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 I was we were so fortunate to have some time to spend with with uh, you know Harley Buxton and, and the other guys in, in, in Phoenix that if they're still around doing it is great but when they were doing it in their heyday far more difficult than what we're doing what i'm doing with the website and getting people together is easy compared to how they got those guys together and so um you know we we uh we certainly are happy to carry on the torch and uh and keep you know showing the world that, that these cars are a lot of fun they're a lot of fun to drive they're they're fantastic to own um you yeah. know even in, in light of market fluctuations they're still good value and and um but I mean, and they sound great and they the, the and yes you can hear behind you know you can hear how great it sounds you know just take it away i mean right now we're doing 90 miles an hour four thousand RPM, and Kind of saying okay what else you got to throw at me because 90's just getting started and uh you know that's what's so neat about this car is that uh they they don't have a problem keeping up you know, but, well, anyway, we'll, we'll think of other things to talk about. But, uh, you know, Tom, thanks a lot for uh, sharing that insight on this uh, on these 2 Plus 2s. And I, and I wish you all the luck with this car. Um, I think it's a great kickoff to the beginning ownership of this car by uh, doing this drive. And, and I'm honored to be uh, to be part of it. Well, thanks for coming. And thanks for the resource of Tom Young. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Talk to you guys soon.